This is Father Jared Kramer from St. John's Episcopal Church in Grand Haven, Michigan, here with today's edition of Christian Mythbusters, a regular segment I offer to counter some common misconceptions about the Christian faith. This week has seen a marked increase in violence in the Holy Land as conflicts between Palestinians, the Israeli military and police, and Jewish nationalists have escalated. At the base of the current rise in tension is the Sheikh Jarrah neighborhood, a Palestinian area under threat of eviction by Jewish families who want to claim the land as their own. This has led to increasing tensions in Jerusalem as well, particularly around the Al-Aqsa Mosque and the Temple Mount. Now, I'm certainly not going to solve the problems of peace in the Holy Land in a short five-minute episode, but as someone who's been to Israel numerous times, both academically and as a pilgrim, I'm often concerned about the way American Christians think about and treat the nation of Israel, so this week I'd like to bust some of the myths around Christianity in the Holy Land. First, we need to be clear that the support of modern Israel in American Christianity comes from a very odd theological stream known as Christian Zionism. Inspired by a dispensationalist view of Christianity, these Christian Zionists believe that returning the Jewish people to Israel will hasten the end times and the return of Christ. In the 20th century, people like Jerry Falwell and Pat Robertson helped blend Christian Zionism with conservative politics, insisting that Bible-believing Christians must always stand with and for Israel, no matter what. If you don't live in this theological world, I know all of this sounds strange. I know it did to me when I was in college, and I first went to Israel on an archaeological trip. We worked at a site that was owned by an organization that was literally planting flowers in the desert to hasten Christ's return. I was just digging and trying to learn. One of the most unfortunate results of the rise of Christian Zionism in America has been an increasing ignorance among most Christians of their siblings in Christ in the Holy Land, Palestinian Christians. Yes, not all Palestinians are Muslim. In fact, fully one-fifth of the 13 million Palestinians around the world are Christian. But many have had to flee the Holy Land due to violence and the Israeli oppression of Palestinians. Palestinian Christians used to be 21% of the Arab population and now they're just 8%. When you consider all of Israel, Christians are now just 2% of the population in the Holy Land. And even in previously strong Christian communities, the numbers have plummeted. Bethlehem, the site of one of the oldest churches in all Christendom, used to be one of the few remaining strongholds of Palestinian Christians, where they made up around 80% of the regional population. Now they're barely 10%. In my own Anglican tradition, we have a diocese in Jerusalem with a center and cathedral there just outside the old city. In fact, Anglicans now constitute the largest portion of Christians who live in Jerusalem, and they've seen the heavy hand of Israeli authorities firsthand. For example, in 2010, Israel refused to renew the residency permit of our archbishop, keeping him from even visiting the Anglican congregations under his jurisdiction. The Episcopal Diocese of Jerusalem is active in interfaith dialogue, education, and various peacekeeping initiatives, but in many ways they're fighting an increasingly losing battle as American, particularly American Christians, refuse to hold Israel accountable for the continued military oppression and injustice in the Holy Land. American Christians must stand up for their Palestinian siblings in Christ, but also for all Palestinian people who are suffering under a system and a government rooted in discrimination and favorable treatment for one class of people over and against another. As the Roman Catholic Archbishop of Jerusalem said in a statement near the end of 2020, the heart of the unrest is a prolonged military occupation that abuses human rights and has been declared illegal under international law. Why aren't we doing more to stop it? 
Those of us in the United States must forcefully advocate for a change in American policy and a return to a process aimed at true, just, and lasting peace. Thanks for being with me. To find out more about my parish, you can go to sjegh.com. Until next time, remember, protest like Jesus, love recklessly, and live your faith out in a community that accepts you, but also challenges you to be better tomorrow than you are today.